The optometrists, they say that they have seen a dramatic jump in the number of kids that are suffering from dry eye. And they say it's because, well, go figure, they're spending too much time staring at a computer screen. Here's our medical expert, Dr. Brett Belchitz. He joins us now with more on this on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Dr. Belchitz, good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right. Uh, first off, could you just kind of explain dry eye uh, for us? Is it basically just that, that uh, the, the eye just uh, doesn't have enough lubrication or moisture? That's exactly what it is. So throughout the day, there, there's a pretty fine balance between your eye's production of lubrication and loss of lubricants. And typically what happens is when your eye is open, it's drying up because just like any other moisture that would be out in the air, it tends to evaporate out into the atmosphere or be lost through other methods. And and so our eye constantly has to produce through our tear ducts more moisture to keep it lubricated and also to protect the tissues of the eye. And so the way that our eye works typically is when we close our eye, that's when those lubricants from our tear ducts are spread all over the eye surface. And the issue here and the worry here is that when somebody is staring at a screen for a long period of time, they're not closing their eye often enough and they're not getting enough moisture spread around that eye. And as a result, uh, that change in blinking pattern is leading to a, a pretty significant increase in the levels of dryness in the eye itself. Yeah, Is that exactly the reason why we blink? It's just to, to move moisture around in our eyes? That is one of the main reasons why we do blink. It it is to keep the eye well moisturized. It's also obviously a protective mechanism. Uh, You know, if there is any hazard or uh, or anything else that is approaching our eye that, that, you know, we're concerned could damage the eye, we have very, very quick impulses. And we've all seen this when something's flying at our eye that we tend to blink before we even know that that object is coming at us. So our eyelid is designed on multiple levels to be a protective mechanism, including moisturizing. Yeah, you know what, if you want to make sure you're blinking enough, uh, I don't know about everybody else, but uh, just have your photo taken. It seems like my eyes are closed in every other one of them. But (laughs) Uh, regardless of that, why isn't we stop blinking when we're staring at our screens? Is it just because we're so captivated by what we're looking at? You know, that's one of those things that, that is probably more of a psychological just change in our behavior. So typically when we are focused on something, when there's something that we're looking at and concentrating on, and especially if that is not something that's part of an active activity, uh, usually our gaze pattern changes. And our gaze pattern changes to something that's less interrupted, both by eye motion and by blinking. So, you know, it's probably a combination of just the physiology of, of, of a different type of staring pattern with the psychology of just how we tend to pay attention when there is one specific point in space that we're staring at for a period of time. Is it got anything to do with the white light that's uh, being admitted by our smartphones and by our uh, laptops? Uh, I know there's a setting now uh, at night, like you can put it on blue light, I believe, right? Uh, actually, the opposite. So, okay. so it's actually the, the blue light that is, is what we're concerned about. And, and that doesn't really have very much to do with our blinking frequency, but there are a lot of concerns about the damage that we're doing to our eyes with blue light. There, there is some concern that it tends to potentially increase uh, long-term visual side effects. You know, some people have correlated it to long-term visual loss from a number of different methodologies. So um, blue light is of great concern. Um, and so now we're looking at settings to potentially, you know, change the spectrum of that light away from blue. Obviously, there are glasses that can filter out blue light. That is a very separate issue, though, from this dry eye issue. Okay. Uh, and Canadian optometrist, uh, Dr. Belchitz, uh, there's no study kind of backing uh, uh, their concern up uh, here right now, as far as I understand. This is just sort of anecdotally. They're getting a lot more people coming in complaining of uh, irritated or dry eyes. 
Yeah, at this point in time, we, we don't know the specific numbers, although there are some studies from other countries that have certainly validated this I- idea that your blinking pattern changes when you are using a smartphone device. So so that there is some data underlying you know, why we would believe that this is a real concern. But, but what I would say, just as a physician who, who does treat a lot of patients on the front lines, anecdotally, I am seeing many, many things that I think are occurring at higher rates as a result of smartphone utilization. And again, there's no data to back this up, but even things like motion sickness or vertigo, you know, we're seeing a lot more people coming in with these kinds of issues than what we used to see. And, you know, we'd have to do a lot more study to figure out, is it just, you know, my unique practice uh, or is it something that's actually happening in greater numbers? And secondarily, is there an association with smartphone use? But we do know that your whole body's the whole system that we have of how we gaze, how we respond to space, how we respond to motions around us is affected by staring at a screen where the motions aren't really that we're seeing aren't really related to what's really happening to us in the physical world. And our bodies just weren't built to actually, for prolonged periods of time, stare at an image on a screen of that size that doesn't bear any relation to our physical world. So, so I, I think you know this really points to just a greater concern that many of us in the medical profession have, which is we don't really understand the long-term effects on our bodies of spending several hours a day, every single day, staring at a small screen. Yeah, you know, as you were just uh, talking about that, I was thinking to myself, uh, are we basically lab rats uh, right now? I mean, all this technology is uh, wonderful and this information at our uh, fingertips, but, uh, you know, whether it's uh, holding a cell phone to the side of our head, uh, you know, for hours at a time, uh, day after day, or staring at the screen, we really are just starting, I think, now, right, to understand what uh, some of the health implications can be. We're at the very beginning, and, and I think lab rats is a good term, and especially my concern as well is not just in, in the adult population, but very much in our children. Um, during the early years of your life, when your brain is forming, it, it forms very much in response to its environment. And so the brain, you know, we're very used to our brain forming in a response to an environment where we're active, we're physical, we're outdoors, where our eyes most of the day are tracking things that are at a distance in the physical world. What we don't know is what is the long-term effects on how our visual cortex develops when a significant proportion of the day for our children has been staring at a screen? We don't know how their reflexes will develop. We don't know their, the effect on their vestibular or balance system. So there are so many things that I think we're just starting to discover. Uh, you know, I think a few years from now we'll have a lot better of an idea, but it is a scary thought that we're doing a wholesale experimentation pretty much on all members of our society. Yeah, and that's to say nothing of uh, video games and the amount of time that uh, children in particular uh, spend in front of screens uh, playing those. Having said that, uh, just finally, what's your recommendation as a physician for kids or even adults? Uh, we're all using our smartphones. Uh, for it, it actually scares me sometimes that thanks to that new feature that uh, iPhone has got now with the uh, screen time and <laughs> how long you've been on and it pops up. Uh, what's your recommendation for those that are using it on a regular basis? Is it to make sure that, I don't know, you get away from it every 15 minutes or something? So my recommendation for kids is, is, if at all possible, just keep them away from smartphones, especially when they're in their infancy. It, it really is not recommended at all for them to be using small screens. Uh, they do talk about, as children age, that there is some more acceptability. But again, we don't have the data to know that these guidelines are safe. So I would say minimal screen time possible for children. But even as an adult, I would actually say, just for every other reason you can think of, for instance, just being physically active in your day, 
being out there exercising, actually socially active with others, you want to start cutting down that screen time. And, you know, when I speak to people on average, again, we don't have the overall stats, but many people I know are easily spending in excess of two to three hours on their smartphone per day. And that is not a healthy way to be spending large portions of your day. So, again, you want to use it for the things that you have to use it for. So, your, you know, your work, your, your essential email and text message communications. Uh, what I think really does need to be cut out is those hours that people are spending just browsing and scrolling through, you know, social media feeds and other places where it really isn't adding a lot of productive value to their day. Those are the hours they can easily be cut out. You know, I was just thinking, uh, it used to be back in the day, you'd lie to your doctor when he asked you or he or she asked you uh, how many drinks you had in a week. Now it's probably uh, how often you're staring at your screen or your uh, smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Belchetza, thanks for the time as always. Appreciate it. My pleasure. You have a great day. You as well. There goes Dr. Brett Belchitz, our medical expert on the dramatic rise, it seems anyways, of a dry eye, thanks to all of us uh, staring at our uh, screens more and more.